Right now is the word. And you don't think I'm working on some of you? I can tell by the way you look. I'm working on somebody. I'm going to head down. I can't, I don't even know who you are, but I hiding behind that mask. <laughs> I can't tell whether he's mad or not for that mask on, because some of you got the mask up to your eyes. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing, I know that war is working. When people text me back on when I preach and say, thank God what I preached last week, lady was telling you helped me to understand that I'm supposed to be a steward of my house, that I'm supposed to be good at what I'm doing because God said Christians are supposed to be good stewards. She said, you helped me learn my responsibility. She said, I did not know what my job is that I'm supposed to be a good tither, I'm supposed to pay my bills on time, I'm supposed to have good credit because I'm a steward. When God blessed me with a house, I'm supposed to take care of it because that's my job as a steward. He said Christians are supposed to take everything and become a good steward. And she texts me back and said, I never heard it preached to me like that. Now I woke up to see when God give me something, I suppose to take care of it as a good steward. The word is purifying you. The word is condemning you. The word is busting up stuff. The word will save you. It's the word of God that made dry bones get up and become a living army. All ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. The word. And not only does the word work, but the blood still works. Letting the blood work. Everybody stand. The blood still works. When Jesus died on that cross and shed his blood, the blood's working. Y'all used to sing that song, didn't you? The blood still works. The blood of Jesus works so powerful right now that when you apply the blood of Jesus against your life, demons run. I often said this and you tried. Now this, this is what I'm saying. If you can't sleep at night and you have a bad dream, I used to teach my children that. I said, Plead the blood of Jesus. Watch and see. Pastor told me to do that, and before I knew it, I was asleep. Every time something tried to bother me at night and take my sleep, I know that's the devil. I said, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, I apply against you demons now. When demons hear that word blood, they run. And you, I guarantee you, when you wake up the next morning, you say, I didn't know I fell asleep. You call on the blood. All little children, I teach them, plead the blood. And see how quickly in your house, when you walk through your house and say, I plead the blood. In the hospital room, I plead the blood. The blood still works. It worked then. And it works right now. I apply the blood of Jesus Christ against your life right now. Demons, run. Get out. Take your house. 
off my children, take your house off my life. That blood is working now. Call on the blood. Well, why that blood so important, Pastor? What's the best thing in you? Your blood. Blood is life. When the doctor want to see you and get your physical, what's the first thing he draw? Blood. He want to see what's in your blood because that can tell him what's really going on, cancer, whatever. Not just examining your eyes, the blood. And the blood is so powerful. You get your blood from your father, not your mother. Do your research. You get your blood from your father because blood is life. That's why Jesus shed his blood. Because when man sinned, what did man, he went and made fig leaves, didn't he? To cover up himself. But fig leaves doesn't last. That's man-made because when the sun come out and dried up, they're going to fall off and you're going to still be naked. But Jesus, God, to cover up a man, didn't use no fig leaves. He went and killed an animal. Probably was a lamb or something. And he clothed man. God moved them from fig leaves to fur coats. <laughs> God Almighty. That'll preach right there, preacher. Fig leaves and fur coats. Things men make is fig leaves, but the coat of Jesus, the blood was shed when he got there. The wool. The animal died. Why did God demand blood? Blood is the best thing in you. When you die, they embalm you. They take the blood out of you and put fluid in you. Because if you don't leave that blood in it, the Bible will, decomposition will sit in quicker. You will stench and everything else. That's why years ago when the person died in Jesus' day, they buried them the same day he died. They didn't have the embalming as we have. Reverend Burke can tell you about that. That's what he does. One of the best, I'm told. He embalms for a lot of funeral homes. So the thing like that, pulling that blood out of you and putting fluid in you to make you last longer. And if you're using good chemicals, you'll look as good as you look when you were living. And then using all the cheap stuff, then you know I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> but here's the point. That's how important that blood is. So I want you to get this because people don't understand this. They get upset about that blood stuff in church. I, you, you one of them church freaks. Man, you mean all that blood, drinking a man blood and, and all that blood stuff. But they don't know the importance of blood when you hit something and you cut your finger, whatever, blood come out because that's life. God said, I'm going to give my life for the payment of man's sin. The body can't pay for it. Leaves can't pay for it. God said, what you just did wrong, man, I want the best thing you have for the payment. So since man's blood is contaminated because he got Adam's blood, God had to come send a man, his man, that never had a daddy. So Jesus did not have Joseph's blood in him. It was blood from Holy Ghost. And that was pure blood. So when Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood, it satisfied the Father to forgive you for your sin. So now I'm covered by the blood of Jesus Christ.
That's why I want the blood. And God came to make sure the blood works. You know, you can give yourself to Jesus right now. For the last two Sundays, I've been just teaching. Just teaching. I preach some Sundays, but some Sundays I want to just, I just want to walk out here with nothing. And just look at you and talk. My deacon said, Reverend, for the last three or four months, you haven't been with your notes. I said, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. He said, you getting to what now? You can just walk out there. And just go, to, he said, you're getting like Dr. Charles Stanley. I think you told me, just walk out there. I think you, you get away from you can just walk out there with nothing. Just go. I said, well, sometime God will move a man in different direction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I want to relate to you. Yeah. I don't mind getting happy. We all shout sometime, but sometime I got to get you down in the word. Yeah. And I got to get you to understand the devil is beating up on you. And he wants you to quit. Because that's another thing. Think about all the works of the devil. Jesus came to destroy He did, to make you quit. Am I looking at somebody watching me right now and say, I'm finna give up. I'm finna throw in the towel. No, don't throw in that towel. Take that same towel and wait to wipe the sweat off your brow and keep going. I'm at the end of the rope with towel not in it and hold on. If you quit, you would have given up everything you worked for. Yeah. If you quit, all the things you've been through, you're going to tell me, you're going to let that just go for nothing? All the hell you went through to get what you got, and you're going to walk off and leave it for one little incident? No! You worked too hard to get what you have to quit. <laughs>